the feel-good way to start your day. Jamie and Lee. It's September is the month in which we celebrate the 40th anniversary of Australia's famous America's Cup victory of course. all the way back in 1983. And if you want to have a look into the America's Cup victory, the people who you want to do it with are Mick Malloy and Titus O'Reilly on Sports Bazaar. Titus O'Reilly joins us. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, look, this is an iconic moment. Sports Bazaar is fast becoming an iconic podcast, but it doesn't look directly at the sport. You're not going to necessarily hear the ins and outs of the intricacies of sailing. Why did you decide that this one was a good one to do a, what, a five-part series on? Well, it's just such a big moment in Australian sport. You know, like I think a lot of people, if you're sort of under 40, don't really know much about it. But even if you're uh, sort of can remember this happening, it, you know, it was a 132-year winning streak the Americans had, and it was Australia that came along and broke that. And they did it against all odds with the Americans trying every trick in the book to try and stop us winning. And it was a real turning point for Australia. Suddenly, you know, we, we really believe we could beat anyone at anything. And, you know, and since then in sport, we've proven what we can. <laughs> exactly. I, I, I personally, my sort of headcanon for this is that it's just a very long Marvel Cinematic Universe style elaborate backstory for the existence of the Toyota Lexan. <laughs> well, it's funny because Ben Lexan, who famously designed the wing steel, and that was named after, yeah. that wasn't his real name. Oh, really? He actually, he, yeah, he had a business and he lost, He basically, his name was on a, a business and he fell out with his business partner, but it was named after him. And so when that happened, he had to, uh, his actual name was Robert. Bob Miller was his name, and he decided that legally it was too hard to change the business name, so he changed his own name instead. <laughs> so he so he got Lexan from um, Lexan Hatch Covers, which is something on a ship, and then he got Ben from his uh, recently deceased dog Benji. So that's where his name comes that from. That is amazing. <laughs> that's Indiana Jones' method of naming yourself yeah, right. as well. <laughs> <laughs> like obviously, you look into the the weird and like weird, strange and wonderful of sport. What's been something that stuck out to you that about the America's Cup victory that really put it into sports bizarre material? Well, the the Australians, you know, we just played mind games with the Americans the whole time. So you've got to remember, this is the the Americans had used. They ran the competition, so they both competed in it and ran the competition, which is sort of why they they won for 132 years. So Frank Packer was the first Australian that challenged for it in '62, and he actually appealed a race decision to them, and it's pointless because you're complaining about them to them. And he said, "It's complaining in the America's Cup to the Americans is like complaining to your mother-in-law about your wife." <laughs> <laughs> So, so, so the Australians in '83 decided, right? If we're going to win this, we have to mentally kind of just play mind games. So first, they had the wing keel, but and the Americans knew we had this revolutionary new design, and so we hid it. We put skirts around it when it was out of the water. We painted it blue so you couldn't see it. They sent divers down to try and see it. Um, but we also did things like Ben Lexon went into the America's Cup headquarters, the New York Yacht Club, and said, could I borrow your photocopier? And he left fake designs in the photocopier so they would find them and think that, you know, they were they had our design for our boat. Oh. And then he came back later and said, oh, sorry, I left something in the photocopier. 
And they said, oh, were they these? And they pretended like, you know, they hadn't seen them, but he knew they photocopied them all. So they went and changed their boat to match that and then found out that it didn't work at all. Jeez, <laughs> that's full-on sort of Cold War-style psyops type stuff. Well, you know, Alan Bond used to park his head a big boat, you know, a big proper luxury cruiser, and so he'd park out the front of the New York Yacht Club and he had these huge speakers he got installed and he'd blast minute works down under around the clock at the yacht club just to play psychological warfare. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> and the uh, America's Cup, the New York Yacht Club, they'd had it for Argentina to use the cup, so they'd actually screwed it down in their um, yacht club. So he actually showed up with a gold-plated spanner <laughs> and said, here it is. And Ben Lexham said, if we win the cup, we're going to drive over it with a bulldozer. <laughs> and rename it the America's Plate. So the Americans were losing their minds before the race even started. That is so good. Like, geez, you've investigated and gone, gone into deep dives about some bizarre like stories in sport over the course of the journey so far. We're not that many episodes in. One of my favourites in sport is John Daly, just to get sidetracked for a moment. <laughs> like, Unlikely elite athlete John Daly. You like, <laughs> loosest unit on the planet. Yeah. Again, what were some of your favourites that we can listen to on the podcast when coming into the trove of stories that he has? Oh, well, well, John Daly's like absolutely one of the greatest. My favourite one about him is he refuses to drink water. Like he hates water. He won't drink it. So he used to drink about 16 cans of Diet Coke when he was <laughs> playing a game. He would, he would um, have a cigarette at every hole. He would have Diet Coke at every hole while he was playing, and he'd eat about eight packets of peanut M&Ms while playing. And one night he was up drinking all night, and Tiger Woods was in the gym, and he was in the clubhouse drinking the night before, and he kept saying to Tiger, come have a drink with me. And Tiger was like, no, we're playing tomorrow. They were partnered in the final round, and they were both leading. And John Day said, oh, come on, have a drink. And Tiger said, no. And so John Daly rocks up the next day, and he's been up drinking all night where Tiger had been in bed at eight. So to play mind games with Tiger, he got a friend to keep bringing in what, um, what Tiger thought was more alcoholic drinks while he was playing the round. <laughs> and he ended up beating Tiger by about six shots. And that he is, said it was all just getting in Tiger's head. That is incredible. Uh, mate, footy finals are here. Your beloved Melbourne Demons are in the finals. Uh, how, how's the atmosphere down in Melbourne at the moment? It's fantastic. It's a great time of year. It starts to warm up down here. And, uh, you know, I just, I'm being a demon's tragic, you know, I missed our premiership in 2021. We were in lockdown. We couldn't go. And so I'm desperate to see it happening, you know, in person. But I say to people, the premiership, winning the premiership was the greatest day of my life. And people often point out, well, you've got kids. And I say, well, yeah, well, I've never wanted to go back, back and watch the replay of their birth. So that's where I... <laughs> <laughs> it's probably the difference. 
It's a very valid and fair point. Uh, Sports Bazaar has got a massive series around the America's Cup and how Australia won it 40 years ago on September. Uh, September 26 is the actual anniversary of five-part history of the Cup and all the shenanigans that went on around it. Mick Malloy joining Titus O'Reilly for that. You can check it out on Listener, L-I-S-T-N-R. Grab the app, listen for free. And Titus O'Reilly, thank you so much for your time today and looking forward to hearing the full uh, five episodes. Oh, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Jamie and Lee, weekdays on Triple M and anywhere on the Listener app. It's Triple M.